Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Poetry Corner on the Let's Talk Network, produced by Q Ford. I'm joined tonight by my illustrious co-host, King Joel Atterbury, and myself, Edwina Simmons. And tonight we are we are introducing the Poetry Corner Part Two, Hip Hop Edition, and we are going to discuss the influence that hip hop has on poetry and that poetry has on hip hop. Good evening, King. How are you tonight? I'm good. How you doing tonight? You know what I'm, I'm saying? Doing, I'm doing great. It's great to hear your voice. Same here, same here. No, man. Yeah, we we had a good show last night. We did. I think we no, did. Man. Yeah. Definitely on the Epiphany joint, King and Queen's Quarters. For no, sure. Man. But now here we are again, dynamic duo, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Poetry Corner 2, Hip Hop Edition. Absolutely. Uh-huh. So let's get the topic started. I was thinking about it as we've been, you know, I know that on the platform it's hard to introduce music that's already been uh, produced because of copyright reasons. But yeah. as we've been doing the other show, I'm realizing like as I choose music, how much of an influence hip hop has on the way that I write. And I think, especially you too, <laughs> you too. I, I noticed that, you know, that, that, you know, you got a very a musicality about the way that you write your poetry, but it just made me realize how closely they are, how they relate and how right. much it's influenced me. True indeed. You know, I catch the, I catch the rhythm and the vibes, you know, off the music. Mm-hmm. And then just create on that level. You know, you listen to the bass lines, the rhythmic patterns, the melodies, and you just go to a place where it's either comfortable or you just like walking into the unknown. And you just you just capture everything in the essence of it. But you know, coming from that hip hop era, you no, know, my thing was the 80s. You know what I mean? When you had uh when Rapper's Delight came out, you know. You had Grandmaster Kaz, Grandmaster Melly Mel, the Funky Four Plus One More, all these all these heavyweights. I mean, like I said, mm-hmm. Treacherous Three, Fearless Four. You know, back in the early '80s. Early. So that's where a lot of my learning and understanding came from. Mm-hmm. You know, listening to all these pioneers, just in Curtis Blow. Run DMC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If yeah. <laughs> I rule the world. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I mean? So so you know, all oh, these classics, right. classic people that I just named, I'm probably miss, missing a couple, but we can get back into that another time. But yeah, they they let an impact on me personally, you know, mm-hmm. picking up the cadences and just like run DMC, it's like that. And even when they came out with sucker MCs, you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. yeah. Um Grandmaster Melly Mel, for instance, mm-hmm. when he came out with White Lines, you know what I'm saying? Right. He came out with the message, don't push me. Yes. I mean, it was just like, and the crazy thing about it is, as you're saying that, and as I'm relating to some of the songs and you start speaking those lyrics, I'm like, it almost, you can like blink your eyes and it can take you back to a scene of what life was like at that time and how important those songs were for sure right. like the early 80s where i grew up the the the, the crack ec- epidemic hit hard so it was like rough True. 
True indeed. And like, I feel like hip hop speaks not only to the way that I like to write, but the way that I feel like I express myself. And I think that the thing that I defend the most about hip hop now is that it is a form of self-expression that yes. adopts over time. And just like poetry, I think it can speak to the way that it can speak to the emotions of the time that it was made. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, if you think of, let me think, like the one you say, white lines, come on. Right. <laughs> if you just think of, I know you know line for line, but a line that just reminds you so of like the crack <laughs> epidemic. <laughs> Like when he's saying like um broken glass everywhere. <laughs> no, yes. it was and besides that, it was the expression, was. the feeling of it. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. felt it's like like yo, then, you know what I'm saying you see the video, it wasn't all like classy, flashy, but it was yeah. there at that time and era. You know what I'm saying? I was a youngin back then, so you know, right. it was just like yo, even uh Sugar Hill Gang, rappers delight. Mm. Everybody was singing that. You know what I mean, right. and <laughs> when you sure. when I reflect back, I'm thinking to myself like, <laughs> it wasn't all that. Because <laughs> you, know I mean? like, right. you started hearing you know different um, MCs back then. I don't even yeah. say rappers, but yeah. MCs back then. It was just like okay, but at that time, it was this. It was the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean, right. it was like yo. But do you know another another thing you have to think about with that is how hard it has been, and a lot of musicians speak on that how hard it is to get conscious music to be like to get them to produce it because they'll scrap a lot of their albums and stuff that don't right. sound like uh, ha, ha, you know what I'm saying? If yeah, it's if it not, wasn't co- commercialized. If it's, yeah, if it's not commercialized and almost pop, it doesn't really it doesn't really get airtime like that. So I'm sure that. If you look back in the archives and some other stuff that might be a little bit more. But you know, when those mu- when that music came out, like mm-hmm. I mean, even the Treacherous Three, mm-hmm. Fields Four, you no, know, I was a- around that that music and those uh, MCs mm-hmm. didn't live too far from them. You know, Fields Four, they lived in my projects. Oh, wow. um, Kumo D, Treacherous Three, you know, they was from the Hill, you know, 129th mm-hmm. Street. You know, what I'm saying Convent. So oh, wow. you grew up in that element. It's like, yo, like, yo, it's the shit. I mean, like, but you know, me personally, the influences came, like, I, I used to be on the terrace just writing. I used to try to sound like ones. I mean, even like when LL came out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just like, yo, MC Shad. Mm. You know, I was just like, yo, that's like, boom. You know what I'm saying? You feeling it. Right. Right. I used to try to write like LL. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It, you know, it's funny though. A little funny story is like, um, my cousin, I used, we used to quote their lyrics back then. Mm. I was like, You'll be MC Shan, I'll be LL. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we had our little Kango on and stuff, but mm. he used to, you know, maybe sleep in peace, but um, he used to write rhymes too. So we used to write rhymes together and stuff. And I used to always mm. try to push his pen. I used to like, That's whack. <laughs> LL would never write nothing like that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so it was a joke and stuff like that. But we, I remember his MC name. His MC name was um, Kid Fresh, and I was MC Quest. <laughs> MC mean? Quest and Kid Fresh, y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he he was from Newark. My cousin well, was from yeah. He was from Newark. Well, um, like I said, it was, it was a time, you know. But we studied these lyrics and these these MCs. You know what I mm. mean? So. 
to myself, that's what led an impact on even to this day of my poetry. Listening, I, I always felt like rap, hip hop was mm-hmm. poetry in motion as it was brought to my attention. Right. You know, when I listen right. to guys like The Last Post, which I had a teacher from there, um, mm-hmm. he taught a um, poetry class. And that's why I learned about ride the rhythm, listen to the bass line, the melody, the melody and the rhythmic patterns, and doom, 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 and you just like, mm, and you just catch it. Mm. So even now, when I listen to music, I could listen to somebody else's track and just zone the lyrics out, and I just feel the essence of the music, the vibes, mm. the frequency, and just let it live within me, and I just start get the writing when I, you know what I mean? Right. So, I feel you. So, so yeah. But how was it in Newark though? I mean, I'm expressing like my point living in Harlem, you know, in New York, Manhattan, whichever. But how was it in Newark though? Like how was the you know the flave and everything? It was it was the same. It was a well, I wouldn't say it's the same, but similar meaning well, I grew up in the you know, I came to music old enough in like the late 80s early 90s so the influences in my life might be a little bit different than yours but like i remember (laughs) it might be a little bit different as in you come into age at a different musical period than i came to age is what i'm saying no disrespect no shots fired (laughs) i'm just i'm just i'm just messing with you i'm just messing with you no but i was there too though with the early 90s late 80s yeah of course it influenced you thereafter but like i'm just saying like um yeah so like Tupac and Biggie okay. were like big when I was 12. Okay. You know what I mean? So like that yeah. was the age when it was most influential. You know, they say that that, that, time, that coming of age period is the most influential part of who you are. And like, that's a big part of your musical, you know, your relation to music in that right. sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it was one piece that I was working on that uh, I didn't finish, but it was explaining how it, you know, how it felt. And, you know, since this is Poetry Corner 2 Hip Hop (laughs) Edition, (laughs) maybe I'll I'll start it off with the piece that didn't get finished, but just because it's part of the conversation that we haven't, I think it'll push it forward. But you know, um, remember there was the female MCs too. You know yeah. I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. You That's what salt, I was saying. You had the you had the Salt and Pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, you Queen had, Latifah. You had Sha Rock. Mm-hmm. She was an old school MC. Mm-hmm. You know, um, then you. Oh, and just to let you know too. Um, I forgot the name of the group. Angie Stone was in the um hip hop group. Oh yeah, you were telling yeah, me you know about what I'm saying that. back in that golden era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You had MC Light. You had Antoinette. You know what I'm saying? Can't forget Roxanne Shantae. I mean, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? She opened them doors for a lot of them and stuff like that. You know, uh, sweet, sweet, yeah, sequence, that's right. And uh, Sweet Tea, Mm. you know, Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah, MC Light. And I mean, even the heavyweight, the heavy hitters like Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Cool G Rat, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just so many of them out that. I mean, like Kim Shabazz from out in Newark, you know, Apache, mm-hmm. Naughty by Nature. Apache, all, yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I need a gangster bitch. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a, that was a joint though. You know what I mean? It so, was. Got you know, me in like, a bunch of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I remember a lot of them. Like I said, Rakim Shabazz, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot of them that came out, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, hip-hop definitely influenced. But like I said, I always feel like it's poetry in motion. But yeah, let's hear what you got for us, though. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Like I said, it's not finished, but it's a vibe that I was feeling as I was thinking about this topic. And I started going into it a little while before the show. Okay. All right. It goes. I fell in love with hip hop, hanging out the project windows, the cypher around burning oil drums, protection when the wind blows, the stories that were told showed everywhere that I, go, I could go. Survival isn't living, but the story must be told. I fell in love with hip hop when LL declared he wanted a girl like me who had extensions in her hair. I fell in love with hip hop and the grips of poverty. I fell deep for hip hop and hip hop fell in love with me. Hip hop had swag in a world of status quo. Hip hop held survival gems in the stories that, had that he told. Hip hop is the breeding ground that spawns the rebel poet, the revolution's herald of spoken word in a tight 16. Hip hop speaks to the poet in me. And that's what I got so far, but. That's what's up. That's what's up. Definitely express that. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. So let me hear what you got. Well, this one is untitled. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just in a, you know I mean, zone. Mm. All right, this, so here it is. Um, Spit words with no problem, write a 12 in 20 minutes. My sentence carry a vengeance coming from hip hop lineage. Study the top three, Mel, Kaz, and Kumo D. Rakim, KRS, Daddy Kane, and Cool G. My study hall was a terrace, car table in a box. Instrumental, instrumental cassette tapes played on repeat until it stopped. Creating a lot of verses for the purpose of whatever. Into ciphers with others, writers, so I could freestyle better. Various beats alone lift the mind to many levels. Five petty motions having you spitting lines on devils. Aura so alive that it survived days in a week. Style on competition till they flow became weak. Joe speak through a young heart that matched any era. A go-getter with an arsenal of lyrics that can measure. Up to whichever standard, manage skills of craft. Doubt if I crash when I cross paths and clash. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> look, like I told you, I studied the slick wrecking all of them. You know what I'm saying? Like they style right. cadences, but um, you know, it wasn't rap more poetry, but yeah, I feel you know, the words went out. But I appreciate that though. Thank you. It's dope, definitely dope. You dope all by yourself on that, so you already know. Thank you. I always knew you had that hip hop essence to you too. Yeah, I mean it's a right. big influence. I remember growing up and seeing, like I was saying, like you know. Back when you come out when, because you remember, I grew up on Prince Street Projects when uh, New Jersey Drive was made. Do you remember that movie, New Jersey Drive? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Where, like New yeah. York was a stolen car capital of the world, and you could. Mm -hmm. So at any given time, you would see like burning cars in the park after they stripped them, and wow. it was always dudes standing in the middle of the, the <laughs> like playground around these oil. You know those old oil drums. With yeah. like pieces of broken furniture inside of them to keep warm, yeah. and as they would sit around them, you know, I couldn't be out there that time of night, but <laughs> I'll be looking out the window, and just some of the greatest singers, rappers, MCs I've ever known came out of this group called Three RD. They were big in North back in the day, but okay, they came up out of there. My my son is a rapper now. Yeah. And um, he, you know, got a big influence from where he grew up as well. You True know facts. what I mean? Right. And like Queen Latifah was 
Queen Latifah was best was like one of my first cousins, close friends. Oh, so okay. I grew up with her coming around. Yeah. And when I started, as they say, smelling myself, you know how you get to that age <laughs> where you start getting in trouble. That's yeah. when she made that song, Who You Calling a Bitch? And I was like, <laughs> oh, that kind of ran me fulfilled. Because everything that she was saying, like, oh, you're really challenging it. It's basically saying, like, it was like one of the lines. She was like, you wear a rag around your head. And you, because I started liking this guy that was gangster. You wear a rag around your head and you call yourself a gangster, bitch. Now that you saw Apache video, I see you shining, walking after school. I peeps you out the window, fighting girls after school. But where did all of this come from? A minute ago, you were a nerd and nobody ever heard of you. I was like, oh, she's talking about me. But like, that's what I'm saying. I was nerdy coming out of my character and it was like, nah, I dig it. she was, but I'm saying like, that's what I mean about it's this other piece I call rebel rising. How I feel like hip hop raised me because there's a lot of things that growing up, how we grew up, you didn't really find out firsthand. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was too many kids and too much stuff going on for yeah. us to be able to get all of those lessons directly from home. Yeah. But a lot of that music had an influence on it, and hip hop music had a really big influence on it. You know what and, I mean? And I tell you what, even when I was about, um, I'll say like eighteen, or something, mm-hmm. I was working on this um, this boat set up by the city. Mm-hmm. So I got so crazy with hip hop being in the ciphers on the corners, mm-hmm. whether in Manhattan or the Bronx. So. You no, know, people was like, this show, check this joint. Some people was making little bootleg tapes, you know, saying the audio wasn't too good, but you heard the lyrics. I was mm-hmm. like, what? I was like, so I got hooked up with this with this dude who went to school with my brother. Mm-hmm. So um, I started going to the studio with um, Charlie Chase from the um, Cold Crush. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he was the engineer in there. So oh, wow. first of all, I was gassed because it was Charlie Charlie Chase. <laughs> I mean, so I thought I was the shit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I was making my little tapes coming back around, like, yo, peep this out. Yeah, you can't mess with this. But at the same time, I was listening to all these other, you know, hip hop artists, yeah, MCs. Right. And and I was just and I used to be on my terrace just writing. Mm-hmm. Right. Like going over my joints. At that time, I had a strong memory. Like mm. I could remember all my rhymes and when I and mix matched them when I was battling people and stuff. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's how my son is too. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying they'd be like, "Ooh, like yo, he came with a long joint, trying to yeah. rap like Big Daddy Kane and stuff." And, mm. you know what I mean, but you know, like I said, I felt good too because the Fearless Four, a couple of the members lived in my projects, oh. like Mighty Mighty Mike C, Peso. Like I said, Kumo Lee lived up the street, mm. and um, but I hung around a lot of rappers along with my cousin because he was in the, to all of that. So, you know, yeah. being in the studio while they was doing stuff, and I was like, yo. So my writing just got better, and then I just chilled. <laughs> you know what I mean, mm. and then came back full throttle 2017 with the poetry. Right. I mean, so that's when I created the first book, 2017, mm. and I just jumped back into that world. You know what I mean, and and here I am today with the 16 books, you know what I mean? And just still not trying to be young, not trying to be a rapper, but I can get busy. I can freestyle too, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, can, I really can. Oh, yeah, I can. I can get busy. You know what I'm saying? Nice. When it's that zone, when I'm in that zone, I can get busy on a freestyle. And, and it's not just talking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I say freestyle, it's off the dome, like Karis One type style. Nice. I don't, I mean, maybe they got different freestyles out there. I don't know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But in Harlem, 
when you freestyling, it's fresh off the head. The right. dome piece, the rhyme, the rhyme scheme, the style. You know what I'm saying? You you coming, you coming with that ish. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. So so that's what I'm saying. Like, but I still practice a little bit, you know what I mean? Right. It makes perfect repetition. You trying to spit something? Huh? Yeah. You trying to spit something? Not off the head. I ain't ready oh. for that. I mean, I would, I would need the music flowing through me. No, I mean, I'm not in that zone. I'm not in that zone today. Maybe on another episode of the Hip Hop Edition, I'll freestyle, but not to, to not tonight. I'll throw something together. You know what I mean? Okay. Wait, you, you, you got another piece for us, though? Yeah, I'll read this piece I was talking about called Rebel Rising. Okay, that's what's up. Rebel Rising. In so many ways, I see hip hop raise me. Searching through the rubble to find the rebel. Hip hop spoke to the souls of the lost gods wandering the ghetto. Hip hop is the drinking gourd, screaming poverty is not some sort of reward. Hip hop questions every sword and every institution the evils forged. Hip hop raised me, the blood of my blood fertilized the industries, money trees, and hip hop young seas can hear the missing melodies. A staccato siren, nursery rhyme, bullet drum beat. The boom in that bit means something different to me. Those hood vibes you glorified rocked me to sleep, reminded me look beyond what you see. There is a life of luck that looks a lot like me even for those snot nosed mini me's who cut it who cut milk teeth on sugar water and concrete hip-hop raised me renamed every nigga they claimed me to be gave magic back to the curses they sent for me hip-hop is the missing key screaming sis come the fuck undone this false narrative is not the only one bot with me throw your hands in the air because the city is a bully and life ain't fair don't get lost because don't get lost, be cautious, there is just us in peace. When the laws of man fail us, she sounds the rally cries in the streets. Hip-hop is a call to the revolutionary, hand-picked embarrassingly lavish affirmations for an otherwise lack mentality, told me abundance is everywhere, black girl B. Acknowledge that you are better than the circumstances you see. Hip-hop resides within my bones, so I have faith in me because my hip-hop is a soul-type glow ever raising the vibrations of the ghetto. Hip-hop speaks to the have-sums and the have-nots. She's a running renegade mentality for Black thought. Hip-hop gives insight to the ones that just don't fit right, reminding us rebellion might just be our only birthright. Hip-hop is a vibration. Search the beat and you'll find that we're living and we're dying at the same damn time. Hip-hop is unconscious, uncensored truth, the point of view of the young Black youth. Hip-hop is a billion-dollar cultural industry feasted upon by Nash and Teeth. If you view hip-hop religiously, you'll see it mainlines truth to all who seeks. Even amongst the watered-down, rump-shaking of feeling uncensored and free, though moms fighting demons and we all got PTSD, we could build our own free enterprise like Dame Dash and Jay-Z. You can get it out the mud if you only believe. This is the hip-hop that raised me and remains a soul-type glow, mainlining truth and hope to the blind gods wandering the ghetto. I mean, hip-hop gave us Tupac, whose prophecy explained, you don't have to change the game, but you gotta fight for change. Hip-hop gave us Planet Rock, 
pro era and black thought my boo hip-hop reminds me that when the beat drop if i don't stop i just might mess around and get it get it yes hip-hop gave us a soul type glow to god souls wandering the ghetto blindly hip-hop gives direction to the movement humming seek the vibe and you'll find me hip-hop has always given voice to the heart of the rebel rising and that's that piece there's some snaps in there on that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. That was dope. Definitely. Thank you. I, see, that's why I, <clears throat> I said when I formed the King team, <laughs> I was like, yo, I believe she got some Lauren Hill potential in her. Oh, like, what if we went that direction just in case? Because I know I know our other member, Brian Donnell. Peace to you, Brian. <laughs> no. That's how Brian. He get busy on the MC side too, though. Oh, yeah. You know I mean? he yeah, said yeah. It. He said it a, a couple of times. He's like, no, don't I, me. I've heard it. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. So, yeah, I've heard it. So it's like, <laughs> excuse me. I knew like it was going to be something special coming down the line. You know what I mean? Mm, and we ain't done yet. Really you know what I mean? We just, we just starting out. You know what I mean? So 2022, the, the vibes is alive. You know what I mean? I so, shake. I, I shake. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Well, this piece right here is called Hip Hop. Back in the day during age, when I was young in my teens, there were many artists that inspired me to have dreams. Started off writing rhymes, different kinds from my mind, composition notebook, placing words on blank lines, then introduced the spoken word through a genre, met an icon from the last poets, which was a heartfelt honor. Learned about rhythms, bass lines, and many tones. That's why inside my book, there are cadences within my poems. So much respect to the Cold Crush, Fantastic Five, and Furious Five. The Treacherous Three and Spoonie G carry the vibe. Fearless Four and Curtis Blow can't forget Run DMC. Funky Four Plus One, Bambada and Houdini. Dr. Jekyll and Hyde is what the culture described. Stethosonic was alive, well prescribed, and the groove was high. Let's take it back to the basic, just what King created. Leave the stage overrated, there is nothing debated. Open a field of conversation explaining the living God. I'm in circles of different squads, that's why I go hard. Play my position without a mention, while others seek attention. My optical vision zoom in and out with clear precision. I'm in the cut, working my ass off, rubbing on Lady Luck. Found my Lady Genie, not from a bottle, but holding cups. Her smile so wide, when she see me, she never needy. Eyes look dreamy because of the way she see me. Message her feelings and emotions laying her inside of her ocean. Treat her when I greet her and kiss her, showing devotion. Head back to the house where I manifest on my couch. Reside in Jersey South where I broadcast from a cloud. Move in many ways and be dexterous, doesn't matter. Pen words faster on lines without a master. Throw books in the air as a hobby, they can't stop me. Only one is God, probably I'm a child of his army. King. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was Thanks. nice. Thanks, I appreciate that. Those <laughs> stuff, definitely love it. I'm and a I fan, a fan of the craft. Know what I mean, <laughs> but um, I could definitely yeah. hear those musical influences. And as you was writing, I mean, as as you were spitting the lines, I could hear it for real. <laughs> like I said, it was, it was it was dope. You know, saying growing up in the '80s, mm -hmm. then going into the mid '80s, and then swinging all the way into like when you're hearing Greg Nice, Smooth mm -hmm. B, mm -hmm. Gangstar. LOG and the bull oh. LOG and the Bulldogs, you know what I'm saying? And like Black I said, we had in Black Who? Black Sheep. Remember Black Sheep? Oh yeah. <laughs> you can get with this or you can get with that. All right. The choice is yours. <laughs> I mean, 
you had the whole Jungle Brothers, Tripod <laughs> Quest. You know what I mean, all these, all these people that was coming out at that time. You know, yeah. Juice Crew All Stars when they had that whole crew. Mm-hmm. You know, people was posse deep. You know what I mean, and like you said, when Biggie came out, Tupac, then you had um, cats from Brooklyn, like Jay Z, Buckshot Shorty. Oh, Buckshot. Oh, yeah, yeah, Black Moon, Black Moon. When Black Moon Especially came West out, West. it was, it was, yeah, it was serious. It was a game changer. You know what yeah. I mean, so you know, like Master Ace and all them. Like, I mean, it was, it was ferocious. Gangstar, I think. Gangstar Guru. Google yeah. and Premier, right. You know what I'm saying? They was knocking that's, down doors. That's when that's before that's when I feel like the East Coast had <laughs> hip hop on on ultimate law. <laughs> yeah. And then NWA, they was a heavy influence on me also. Ice Cube, the mm, DLC. West Coast. Oh, the DLC was nasty with it. This yes. pain game was crazy. You know mm. what I mean? It you know, yeah, MC Ren and them. But then you had um oh what's the name uh stop <laughs> WC in the Mad Circle WC in the Mad Circle the West Coast oh okay West Coast had some superstars over there even Yo Yo you know what I'm saying yeah I'm she was she was killing it <laughs> yeah she had her own movement going with Ice Cube she definitely did and also you know what I'm saying um Public Enemy Public Enemy. Public Enemy was so, shutting, they was shutting it down, yeah. you know, with their movement. So, I mean, yeah. That's true. That's true. And, oh, yeah. Well, let's bring out your boy, too. <laughs> I'm being funny tonight. Kwame, Kwame and the polka dots. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but real talk, though, Kwame was cool with it. He was smooth with it. He but was. um, also, uh, Dana Dane, you know what I mean? Yeah. He, he was rocking. He was, um, dang. And um, also, you know what? Hold on. Have an epiphany. <laughs> you know what I mean, um, all right. Let's, let's. This is this is a question for the chat. Who was your influential uh, MC rapper from the eighties, nineties? Like, let's let's hear something. Like, let's have a talk about that. Let's cut you off, Queen, but I want to see what the chat talking about. See oh, if they definitely, got for sure. See if they got something to, you know what I'm saying, throw in the air to us. But before we get that little memo to us or whatever, but um, yeah, it was a lot. I mean, it was a lot. I mean, the next the next episode, we can go to that discussion of the others or whatever, but, but for right now, like, yo, it's that's that was my influence. That still influenced me. I still yeah. listen to old school hip-hop. It's the vibes. You got soul right. rock him. Oh, definitely. definitely. The, the God. You know what I mean? The God. That's, yes. that's, that's like my idol of all idols. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you know what? I'm going to school you on something. What? If you ever really listen, see, I know you said the 90s or whatever, but rock him. I could mm-hmm. tell rock him was influenced by like Kumo D, Spoonie G. I could tell by his style and cadence, but he had his own style though. But you could tell where his influences came from. Like, like I said, Karis One, you mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying they all had influences from somewhere. But they was heavyweights in the game though. Mm-hmm. But, but when that joint came out, I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the joint. The joint. Yeah. Oh my come god! On, come on, people in the chat. You know, what I'm saying like, 
give us give us some help out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're part of this family here. His mother Word. was in the jazz scene. She definitely uh-huh. was. She definitely That's was. I, I forgot her name though. You know what I mean, I think he had yeah. an aunt too. Mm. But, but yeah, what? you know. How you feel about like uh rap or hip hop as a oh Keith Murray? Oh, oh yes, oh, yeah. for sure. D- definitely Big the I. most beautiful thing in this world, just yes. like that. I get in yet. <laughs> oh, bit can't forget Big L. Big L. <laughs> no, man, he's sleeping peace when I you know saying he's a Harlemite. You know, says yes. my just like myself, but Big L, yeah, Big L was, mm, mm, sure, he was, he was ill with it. He definitely was. Man, his his just his flow was. So I know his flow was crazy. His wordplay, his wordplay was. Whew, you mm. know what I mean, maybe that's where I get my stuff from. You know, what I'm saying just being from Harlem. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean. You never. Uh, you, that's usually how it is. A lot of the musical influences from the era where yeah. you grew up become a part of that movement. It's a yeah. movement. It's not just a song. And also, I lived around there from, um, you know, saying um, Mason Cameron. I lived between Sun and Lennox over that area, and you know, just like Gil, Gil Scott Heron. That's Gil another Scott one of my Heron. favorites yes. on oh, the last poets. I'll be You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. peace and love to him. Absolutely. You know. But Gil Scott Heron, mm. that's major crossover. See that man that over is, there? His old mm. man's in a bottle. <laughs> that was one of my joints. Yes, Rudy oh, Ray Moore. Why he's on the moon? <laughs> Wild man, Wild Steve. man Steve and Rudy Ray Moore. Oh, Rudy Ray Moore, Dolomite. <laughs> Sheesh. Way down in the jungle deep. <laughs> <laughs> The oh, sanctified monkey. On the sanctified monkey's feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yo. Yes. Yo, we having a what you gonna call moment back down memory lane. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. I remember uh, the old school. Yeah, definitely. Most doubt there. Used to toast. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Salute and toast. Not be like, yeah. Ain't not, like Tupac said in that song, ain't nothing like the old school. Right. That's just, mm-hmm. And you know, it one. it was very, and you could tell um, Tupac's influence that he listened, even though he ran with, his mother was with the Black Panthers, but you know he was around those areas, just like in Harlem and stuff like that during that renaissance, you know, mm-hmm. with the influences from stories from his mom and just being a part of in that life. You know right. I mean, so you you adapt to different things. I mean, I learned many different things just from going over to Newark. You know, saying um, visiting my cousins. Mm-hmm. They lived in East Orange and Newark, so it was like being both. My cousin, right. she went to school with um Tretch and all um. Okay, no, you by nature. <laughs> yeah, my, my cousin went to Scott. Scott uh, High School. Yeah. Okay, any so, All right, I'll tell you. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I was over there. I mean, but you know. So do you feel like um, with the way you write your poetry, is it because, it, was it due to the influences of like the um, MCs and rappers, the pop artists? I think, I wouldn't say the way that I write my poetry, okay. but the, I know some people say, 2020 is the 25th album, I'm saying next 
Yeah, uh, I feel you. Darren, I'm from Manhattanville Projects, 131st in Amsterdam. So I know I feel you. I feel you, bro. <laughs> Nah, yeah. <laughs> that's where it started from. That's history. You got a school. Yeah. Nah, I know exactly what he's talking about. I yes. Mean, yeah, I see. I see. I mean, yeah. But I think for me, it's like um, it influenced my my cadence. It influenced the fact that I feel like I want to say something more than just something pretty all the time. You know what I mean? Like there needs yeah. to be because I feel like um, the biggest influence it has on me is uh, that hip hop to me is heart you know what i mean they were toast with the real and the raw yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it had heart and it was like for example like i was talking about like that story with about queen latifah even if i could get into stories on how you know the experience that i was going through when i when tupac passed away and when all eyes on me came out like mm. the state of the, the way that my life was then and how closely it related to what he was talking about. It right. made me think about this one line that he had. It was like, do what you got to do, but know you got to change. Find a, Try to find a way to make it out the game. And I always stuck by that. I'm like, you know, if more rappers reminded these guys, like this isn't the last hope. It's not the only place that you can end up. You can make right. other choices. You can, you know what I mean? And I always felt like that influence or taking a platform or taking your voice and using it to be, full heart into to, to fully express what it is you feel without being afraid yeah. that's the biggest influence that hip-hop has on the way that i write and i have a love for just being the authenticness how yeah. i think i feel like hip-hop is the reason why everything well everything black just be amazing <laughs> anyway you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> other people I mean just always trying to take it but i feel like a lot of what we go through hip-hop has People say that it's um, romanticized the negative, but I think it's also nah, made our experience, not. it glamorized our experience as it was in the raw. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, just like you had um, rappers like uh, Common Sense, mm, mm. Uh, yeah. Dead Prez. No, they came with the consciousness and everything like that. Yes. Um, the poor Righteous Teachers. Poor Righteous Teachers, yes. You know what I'm saying? They all came with that. They came with that. Yeah. That, and like the well, provoking, uh, like, like, yo, that was the shit. And you know, I just can't think really off head, you know what I mean? But even Philly rappers was Philly. influenced. Steady B, mm. you know what I mean? Schoolie D. Um, oh, what was his, uh, oh, god, he had that song, he had that cool song. Um, I can't, I can't remember dude's name. I'm sorry, mm. <laughs> if anyone from Philly is listening to watch it or whatever, I apologize. I just can't think of his name. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. EST. EST. EST, the Magnificent Fellow, something like that. On a, oh. And, um, and Cool C. You know what I mean? They, those are Philly rappers on a, you know what I'm saying? But um, there was a few down from DC and Baltimore, but I just can't. That's why I was want, hoping that our brother was on here, but, um, you know, yeah. just can't think of a like that. But, um, right. yeah, but a lot of them influenced me, you know, like I said, cadence wise. And you think about, consciously setting uh written lines in motion mm -hmm. you never know what impact it's going to have on anyone you know and that's how i think like thought-provoking um lines and words you know and sometimes i might just want to give a little play on words but not intentionally though it just comes out the way it does but mm -hmm. you know when um 
when I read it again, it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know, it's like, yo, strike a nerve. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be in that zone, like, yo, this government is doing too much. Mm-hmm. Society is on fire right now. Like, yeah. so I think about, like, like I said, the days of Chuck D and all of them back in the 80s. And, you know, you just want to resurrect that that feeling and emotion mm-hmm. in today's world. You know, not take nothing away from people that, the people that they say are mumble rappers and stuff, but, you know, content. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Everything that content over content. But yeah. Yeah. I, this is what content, I always say. Content over content. <laughs> well, content over nonsense. <laughs> I mean, content over nonsense and content yeah. over. <laughs> there it is. Hey, hey. Don't don't use the don't use it. It's copyrighted by King Atterbury. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> so, let me ask you something. Do you have this, a piece that is uh influenced by your? that um that drive to a conscious piece that you speak up about that you feel like you speak up about um things that affect society i don't know let me let me check in my my archive a little bit <laughs> you catching me off guard right now <laughs> but don't worry i'm not gonna forget that either <laughs> oh i'm sorry nah, um all right. Uh, let me see if I got something here. All right. Why are you looking for that one? I have this short one that I want to, I'll read. Okay. It's not 100% conscious, but I wrote this around Juneteenth. It's called This Is Our Town. Mm-hmm. Moon swept apartments, compartments of a life. The halls that echo whispered dreams, the walls lined long with wicked schemes, the project, pretend we don't hear the screams. This is our town. We grown up now, suited and booted down in our own style, vibration tuned to our own dial. This, this is ours. The state is ours. Aren't you proud? Opinions voiced loud, loud. Faith drowned in well-dressed crowds. This is our town. Don't you love the way it feels? Trill. Trees still blooming in Emmett Tills. There's a new president for every kill. And for every rage, they got a pill. And for every pill, a side effect. Our voting rights aren't permanent. Our very lives aren't permanent. A formality, an amendment. And for every dissenter, there is a prison. This is our town. Enough holy water to all drown. Enough ties to feed a million mouths. Pedophiles dressed in holy gowns. Pedophilia, a sexual preference now. Calling sin on men in wedding gowns. The rainbow children at your secret's birth still proud. This is our town. Don't you love the don't you love this fate of yours? Does land blood line your inner doors? Whose blood did mommy clean from your floors? Aren't you glad? that it isn't yours and ain't that what you yelling for scared that we don't have a choice you're free to choose or use your voice to wax about how the world annoys and that's that piece okay let's give it up let's give it up i mean (laughs) that's what's up okay i found a piece okay it's called light it up part three There's something weird in the air. The feeling is not the same. Perhaps times have changed. We witnessed the unexplained. Events are happening all across the globe, exposed. Our normal is on hold from a a future that's untold. So many want to leak the truth and reintroduce. 
I give a strong military salute to all the proof. Scribed outside of smokescreen mirrors covering deception. Intuition on high alert guarding perception. Mental mind blasters knocking on doors of knowledge. Searching for subject matter, target whatever solid. Once absorbed into the mainframe of your living, the love we will remember to feed all starving children. Inshallah, peace and blessings upon corrected demeanors. Do society really fear us or do they really mistrust? Look outside the mind of your kind and realign. Your heart, mind, and soul will help the deaf, dumb, and blind. King. <laughs> I like that. I really do. Yeah, thank you. That's what's up. So I have another question for you. Okay. Faith Brown has hip hop influenced your poetry. Oh, that's hip hop. Oh, he's asking one of the. Yeah, has hip hop influenced your poetry? Oh yeah, most dev definitely on that. You know, when you write and you you think of, you know, whether you're listening to music or you just feeling the way about how society is. And, you know, you just, sometimes it might just take you there. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the music and even some of the old soul, you know, so um, yeah. it takes you back to an era or it takes you back to a certain place in time. That's so, true. That is true. So, yeah. That's definitely true. So how do you feel about ha- uh, love and hip hop? Do love you hip-hop? have a memory of how love has been influenced by hip hop for you? Love or memory that, yeah, a memory that relates hip hop and love. I would like to try to, I like to, try to, to around to tell. Social. I mess with some tracks and then write some thoughts, not rhyming, but. Hey, just throw it in the air. Everything don't have to always rhyme. Just, mm-hmm. you know, be comfortable with yourself and just let it flow. You know what I mean? Yes. All right, Darren, it's all good. Exactly. I mean, don't, be don't, don't, you come up with. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't be your own worst critic. You know what I mean? Believe in yourself and believe in what's in your heart. Right. Don't doubt yeah. yourself. That's for sure. Yeah. What was it? Oh, you said love influenced mm-hmm. by hip hop? Yeah. You know, that to a degree. <laughs> you know, you listen to a certain song and you're just like, mm, do you be, you know, saying, spitting them bars and she's like, yeah. You know, but. A woman might be feeling that song and you be singing or you be in that character mode of the characters that's in the song mm. and you might just be right there on point yeah oh. for me i could definitely say that that's true oh faith should come through the show sometime faith says she writes right. as well okay. reach out reach out reach out and touch somebody you know what I'm saying faith hit me up you know what i mean and darren i'll talk to you <laughs> later on I mean, what's up, family? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, um, that's how I feel. And you know what? A lot of times when I write my poetry, I, I always think about love. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I write so many conscious pieces and just for the world. And I just be a narrator for society. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's always good and nice to write something for a woman to make her smile. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. in this world today, there's a lot of ugliness going on. You know that's what I mean? True. So. So look, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. write it from a heartfelt expression. Mm-hmm. Who's who's the judge and jury? <laughs> I mean, right? Like Faith said, love and uh, uh, hip hop and poetry go hand in hand. I totally agree right. with that. I totally agree too. 
No, I'm gonna do a church thing for you. Amen. <laughs> definitely true. That is definitely true. True indeed. True indeed. But uh, but yeah, I you love, know. You know what makes me think of love and hip hop at the same time? Let the me know, fond Queen. memory. What's that? <laughs> that meth and Mary. That I think that's the, the all time one of the. This is arguably the greatest <laughs> hip hop love song. Meth and Mary, you're all I need. Yeah. Shorty, I'm here for you anytime you need me. Need me. I'm real for the you. Real girl is no. <laughs> me and your world, believe me. Believe me. Nothing means more to a man than a woman. Queen with a crown to be down for whatever. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, they they did all that like like a Marvin and Tammy. Yeah. You know I can't say Ashton and Simpson. It was more like a Mary because it was like a vibe. I mean, right. yeah. well. Yeah, they, but they even killed you can say Rick James and uh, Tina, Tina Marie. Tina Marie, <laughs> true, true indeed, true indeed. Yeah, you know I mean, but, but yeah, it's, it's all day is loving hip hop though. You know what I'm saying? And uh, also yeah. the power of poetry. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The passion. Yeah, let me let me re reiterate the passion of poetry. You know what I mean, the passion of poetry. Mm -hmm. That's right, passion of poetry. Uh, don't hey, don't be stealing my titles and when I. <laughs> No, I'm throwing them out there for free. Okay. <laughs> Crush oh. Groove. Oh, yeah. how could we forget that? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Appreciate thank that. You. Oh, there was a love Definitely. story thing, too, and, and breaking also. Breaking, oh. breaking part one. Yeah, Ozone. You know what I'm saying? Ozone was there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I want to shout out the DJs also, because without the DJs, they really couldn't be the MCs. You got, um, like I said, Grandmaster Flash. Um I know I'm gonna forget some people, but I'll catch up on the on the next episode. No, okay. Grandma's Flash, DJ Red Alert, DJ Red DJ Alert, Molly, DJ Molly Mall. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. true. That's true. Those are those are the heavyweights, but I'm sure sure there's other ones. But I'll catch up on that on the next episode of mm. Hip Hop Edition. But um, yeah, you know, <clears throat> I. You know they should have they should have another uh, love zone show. You know what I mean, they should have did a sequel, mm. but did it the correct way though. You know what I mean, don't just throw one out there. You know what I mean, love uh, even loving stuff. loving loving basketball, brown sugar. You know what I mean? Yes, brown Ain't sugar. Nothing like for sure. There's nothing like capturing that essence. You know what I mean? Yeah. How did you fall? True. How did you fall in love with hip hop? I fell in love when I saw the most beautiful girl in the world. <laughs> Don't ask who she is because I haven't found her yet. <laughs> oh my god! You know who? What other song made me think about love and hip hop? Uh, I need love. LL, oh, yeah, LL. I'm alone yeah. in my room. Sometimes yeah. I stare at the wall. <laughs> I remember that song. Oh well, since we won't go into rap zone like that, you know. The most slept on <laughs> song by MC Shan, um, Left Me Lonely, had TJ Swan singing the hook. Oh. She ran with another man and left me lonely. Girl, yeah. why'd you have to <laughs> leave me that way? way? I love you to this day. <laughs> that be, yeah. That was, yo, that joint was, that was, that was kind of slick. That yeah. was, that was, I'm going to admit But you know, was. a few of them had, a few of them had, I mean, Jay-Z had a song, you know, a song cried. Song a cried. A few, few rappers had these, oh, Slick Rick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Don't hurt me again. Don't, don't, don't hurt me again. Love. Love. Oh, yeah. A teenage love. A teenage love. Right. You know what I mean? You know, 
What you going <laughs> through? You know, is that life is show? Show Yo, the, even the original cut was good too, but Slick, he yes, killed it though. He did. He did. But there's other rappers uh, that had, they had some they had some jams out there that had you think like, mm, yeah. make you want to push your pen. Right. Man, you know what? I could write. I ain't going to lie. I used to listen to them joints when I and be pitting some poetry. Like, yeah. Yo. Be telling the girl, yo, when you see your sister, yo, slide this to her. Right. Your homegirl, when you see your girlfriend pass it, yo, don't read it though. No, you know they're gonna, re- you know they're gonna read it anyway. So you know, I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, shorty, shorty, good to see your aunt. <laughs> I mean, like, you realize each of those love songs relate back to a different part of your life where you like, I really love true. that person, and you like, I really don't. Yeah, like, yo, I remember. <laughs> you be singing a Mary John. I remember. Right. <laughs> Sure oh indeed. my gosh, it's been a great, great conversation. I love sure it. We ain't done with it yet, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna catch up on the next episode, but we here right now though. And um anybody in the chat, y'all have anything more for us? Like, you know, when we do these shows, we like to include y'all with us because we all in this together. You know what I mean? So just because we're the hosts, but y'all the ones with the most. So Absolutely. you know, come to us, you know. So, but I just want to, I just want to give a special shout out to my co-host here. Thank you. Adrena, AKA Queen Simmons. I mean, we doing some things, girl. I mean, so I see much more to come. I I see yeah, lipstick written on the bedroom mirrors. Yeah. Was that was that in the song or was the co- lyrics? Well, I was to gonna say. say, was those her bars? <laughs> oh, that dude looked familiar though. I just can't place it. Faith, who who sung that? I just it, it's on my tongue too. I those lyrics. Oh, I need love. Okay. I, oh. Sorry, no saying my age. I know. MC oh, Shan. oh, MC Shan. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. That's why I was like, wait a minute, those lyrics, MC Shan song. That's right. Thank you, Faith. Appreciate that. <laughs> oh, but, wow. but yeah, I forgot that was on a joint. I saw the video a couple of days ago too, because that song was stuck in my head when I. I was like, yo, that was the joint. What happened to TJ Swan? <laughs> I mean, he was the hook master back in the day. Mm. He was one of who he did hooks for um, Bismarcky too. Oh wow, I never knew that. <laughs> He's a he let's do good with lead me this way. <laughs> Somebody feeling yes. that song right now. I love you to this I'm day. Yo, I ain't gonna front. I'm not gonna lie. No disrespect to LL. Love LL. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you you set the bar for me when I but I always like that song by MC Sham better than I need love. Because mm. it had to, Molly was nice with the music. It just had that feeling, that vibe when you're in the car. You know what I'm saying? She ran with another man and left me lonely. <laughs> Instead of me being in the car talking about, I need love when I'm alone in my room. You be done crash because you think about, you know what I'm saying? I need love when I'm alone in my room. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're alone in your room and you stare at the wall and in the back of your mind you hear your conscious call. But not while you driving the car. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know not while you driving. Chrissy Shannon had that car bumper. You know what I'm oh, saying? 
you know what I'm saying? You be like this, whipping the, pushing the whip, and you like, word. She ran yeah. with another man. Left me. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, uh, but you know, it's all good, though. Like I said, I like both of them. You know what I'm saying? But um, one was more like a, you in the crib chilling, like, when I'm alone in my room. You know what I'm saying? You chilling. Yeah. The other one was like out in them streets. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah, LL has some jams though. I ain't even going front though. You know what I'm saying? I'm a big, huge LL fan also. Yeah, I you feel know? like. Do you think that it's been it's been my experience that it's going to be one out of maybe five that get the 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 props they deserve, and then the other four will be like <laughs> underrated. You know what I mean? Look, put them all in this. Put them all in the same lineup. You know what I mean? Right. If they brought something to the table, hey. You have fly, but you know, like I said, EST, he had that song. I just can't remember it on that. Um, EST, um, yeah, if, from Philly on that. That I think was in the 80s, I believe, mm. or early 90s. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I think I don't think the uh, the boss man coming through yet, so I'm gonna try to look it up real quick on that. But uh, do you have another piece though? Uh, do I have another piece? Yeah. Do I have another piece on hip hop? I do not. Right. What would you can like you, to hear? Yo, I would like, I would like to hear one of your fancy dancey joints. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know how you know how to fancy you know, dancey. <laughs> yeah, you know how to set the stage. Yes. Okay. All right. Let me see. Hmm. Oh, that was the name of the group. Three times dope. Three times dope. I was wondering when I saw that, what were they talking about? Yeah, three times dope. That was the crew. <laughs> but I can't remember that song though that they had. Oh, you know what? That song was called Funky Dividends. Funky Dividends. Yeah, <laughs> Funky Dividends. It came out in 1988. You know what I mean? Yo, that was the jam. Along right with I Need Love and the other in the um MC Shan John. Mm-hmm. Feel that pain if you loved it. Oh, that's hilarious. Faith, you lost me. It, is that is those your lyrics or who's the artist? I think it's It might be MC Shane, cause sound like it kind of feel like his cadence on there. Me? Oh, 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 oh I, I don't know. Okay, Faith, Faith <laughs> we gonna have Faith, we gonna have a conversation. Okay, I got you. That sounds dope. Yeah, <laughs> definitely on that. She definitely. Mhm. I can only imagine. <laughs> right. It ain't coincidental. 
<laughs> How I met her. <laughs> no. See, she got that song stuck in my head now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But you know, this has been a fun night. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. interacting with the chat and everybody and just going down memory lane with with uh you know all yeah. this hip hop and like I said, the influences and I know we might have forgot a couple of people, but like I said, we'll catch back up with that. Right. But it's been you know it's how been many real. years the hip what what year the hip hop was was created? <laughs> Look, I'm only at a certain age. So I, I mean seventies, <laughs> but it was uh let's see. It they coined it as Rapper's Delight, nineteen seventy-nine, which is just it's the first one. So 79, well, that's only 40 years. That's 40 years. Yeah, yeah maybe commercialized or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. was the light. But like I said, yeah, Melly Mel with the message and all that. Right, you know, that's true. But um, just to let um, some of them know, you can reach me on Facebook, Joel Washington Atterbury. You know, so reach out, holler at me. We get a conversation going, and yeah, we we good. I mean, but yeah, but <laughs> commercialized maybe dumb, but but regardless of whichever, <laughs> it's all good because we know, you know how it affected us, where it all began, and we're still strumming and having that remembrance mm-hmm. of these icons and these pioneers is the be- most beautiful memory to have. That's true. No, that is true. And so, you know, with the ones that's now, they just kind of mimicking the whole thing. I saw, oh, you know what? Dougie Fresh, you know what I mean? And Bismarcky may sleep in peace. You know, I saw a video with Dougie doing the Dougie, and he was telling people, look, you can teach your kids, all the parents here, show your kids this is the original Dougie. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, and he still got it. Like, my man. I lived, he lived not too far from me, Dougie Fresh. Yeah? Yeah, I lived, like, on Amsterdam, he lived on uh, Morningside, like, mm. one, basically one avenue over. You know oh, I mean? wow. My brother went to school with him. Like, yo, Doug used to be doing the beat. He's like, yo. And I remember all the jams in the parks. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Up in the Bronx, in Manhattan. We used to go to different projects where they had things popping off, even in my own mm. projects. So those are strong memories. Yeah. And um, I feel like we still got time for a piece, or are we ready to go? Uh, well, why don't you let everybody know about your situation? My situation, okay, yeah. coming soon is my first off. I'm gonna start with I will be here whenever King wants me to as a co host of the Poetry Corner or the Poetry Corner 2 hip hop edition, which Am I to understand that's going to be a reoccurring segment, the Poetry 2, Corner 2? Yes, the, po- the Poetry Corner 2 is me and you hosting okay. this, this show. Okay, so I'll be here, and I show up on the Poetry Corner whenever, I, whenever I'm allowed. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> you can also catch us alternating Monday nights on Epiphany Radio Universe. Our show is called King and Queen's Quarters. It's a radio show where we share music, poetry, and good vibes from 9 to 11 and beyond. Also, stay tuned. I'm working on my next project, Circles for Squares. It should be coming out within the next couple of months. 
right, um, where, where can they find your book at? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my current book. Your current book, yes. Yes, my current book, Zelina Still. Right, I can't forget about old. The Baby. The Baby is available on Amazon, and it's also available on my website. And the name of it is Zelina Still, a collection of poems, and poetry, and prose on the subject of becoming. If you have any questions or, you know, you can reach out to me on uh, Instagram at StillZelina, or I'm all over Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and also... Or you can reach out to me about my books on Amazon. I can shoot you my link tree, or you can go to my page, Joel Washington Atterbury, and find my link tree there. And it'll send you to all of my books, which are under different monikers. So, uh, and I'm also on Instagram, King Atterbury Inc., King Atterbury. So, yeah, you can definitely, and if you want to come on to the Poetry Corner Show, same information, contact me through Facebook Messenger, and uh, we'll have a conversation about that. But um, you know what, Adrena? I feel the energy is so beautiful in here right now. Maybe we still resonating from last night, too. Why, why don't you spit another one of them dope pieces? You know okay. what I'm saying? Let's entertain the chat tonight. And I'll spit Hi. one, too. Let's, let's go. Let's get it. Okay. <laughs> Are we talking about the hip-hop influence? I think my, my most influence, well, hip-hop influence piece is Bitter Bitch therapy and that's you know what you know what let them have it now, lady, right. let them have it okay. i'm gonna sit i'm gonna sit back a little bit for this one you know what i'm saying in my stevie <laughs> j style mm. you know what <laughs> but you know what i think about when i think about this piece i think it is like um i think about the hip-hop female hip-hop artists of today and mm. i think that even though they are over sexualized they are greatly over-sexualized and they think that sexes have to be what they use to promote and to speak about music too much. I do think that the idea of like empowering yourself and being bigger than the circumstances that you're in is something that they speak about a lot. And when I wrote this bit of bitch therapy, it was like, I was at a point where I felt at my worst and it was kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, let me come up on. <laughs> Yo, you, you came, you came oh. out that joint. Like you just, right. Like opened up the gate, yeah. Knocked on the door. Nobody didn't answer, and just kicked that. Excuse right. my French, everybody. Kicked that motherfucker down. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I told you I was knocking at the door. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't answer. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, but yeah. I love, I love that piece, the energy of it. So, Thank you. Why don't you let's entertain the chat with that one. That's it's dope. All right. Okay. Bit of bitch therapy. <laughs> Excuse me. This bitter bitch is tired of sitting idly by in silence while you run around town with your new girl now, flossing like ungrateful tyrants. You call us bitter and call us bitches. It seems convenient timing because when we held you down and propped up your crown, you claim we were putting our time in. We were cheated on and beat it on while you grew from boys to men. And now she's just that crazy bitch and you singing, we can't be friends. Okay, here's a memo, a newfound credo. I call it a bitter bitch bulletin. It's time we start to look within. Watch your face until you smile again. Understand that this is not the end. You were once a promise to yourself before you gave yourself to him. 
You gave him things that you shouldn't have until you got sick of it. You finally gave up. Now you both fed up. Got you running around spewing bitter shit. Running around town giving undeserving men something. He can feel a foolish plight because you're treating yourself like you don't deserve to heal. And that's real. You're treating your heart like it don't deserve to heal. Repeating a cycle head and the fan don't know whether to cry or to swoon because your respect is in the basement and your toes are aiming for the moon. Quit banking on some swerve of the hypno that looks are all but borrowed. Check how the cypher goes and calling you a bad bitch today, but you'll be a bit of bitch tomorrow. So to his boys, I'm not your sister. And to his girl, I'm not your threat. Instead of joining team, bitter bitch, you best see where his head is at. Making promises and losing your identity. Throwing yourself on the blade of a toxic relationship. Becoming your own worst enemy. Accidentally catching your face in the mirror. Face screwed up in the scowl. Because that wasn't happy and this isn't safe. So you're wondering what to do now. They call you bitter bitch, a vapid witch. You've been demonized and fondled with, but that's not even the tragic shit. The tragedy isn't accepting it. You weren't meant to be amiable. You taught him how to check his ego, placed a priority on fostering his genes, even if it meant letting yours go. Built a dynasty crying blood, you see, with an arch back on all fours. You're a masterful architect of men. Now it's trying to build on yours. Quit sitting back bitter talking shit about how you gave him too much. Stop treating the past like it was your last. It was a rough draft now for the final cut. Get off your knees bucking for love. You're not a beggar in the least. Pill out of that self-pity bit and embrace your inner beast. She's neither bitter nor a bitch. She's a force for them to reckon with. Instead of being his worst mistake, be the woman he was born to miss. And that's that piece. You deserve an encore. I forgot I have my mic muted. I said no. I said... You don't deserve an applause. You don't deserve snaps. You de you deserve an applause. Know what I mean, uh, yo, super dope. I always love that when you spit that piece. Know what I mean, super fly. Know what I mean, I appreciate it. I love the energy it. of it. It's like you, it's like nigga, please. Right, <laughs> I mean, right. That's what it is. It's like that's what I said. You opened up the gate, the knocked on the door. Oh, you ain't gonna answer. I'm kicking this motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. No doubt, I no doubt. That. <laughs> cool. All right. What you got in the what you got in the this this piece is tight titled Light It Up Part One. Okay. Check the world for disturbance. Emerge from out of sleep mode. Go inside my archive, embrace a couple of cheat codes, give a hand to the stage and platforms that have an open mic. Do what I like and recite that I write, it's all right. What I leave and what's left, get the issues off my chest. Society playing games, learn some checkers and chess. Moves are made differently, never show my whole pedigree. Want to thank Royal Link's poetic and wise son of epiphany. Energy is everything when your thoughts catch a vibe. Be on a natural high, untouchable from a hater's eyes. Acceleration tight, my fuel is recycled energy. Even a mini-me can't manifest what my spirit feed. Complicated matters occur when you inhale the unbreathable. Fingers so disrespectful to a blank page's fecal. Guided by the source to scorch torch the field. Scribe a lullaby, dive into another channeled guild. King. <laughs> you close that out tight. The last line was everything. I feel like Danielle. Thanks, I appreciate that. that last line. That was very definitely dope. Oh, Scribe a, a lullaby, dive into another channeled guild. Yes, yes. <laughs> love it. Definitely love Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Right. Woo. We definitely have it happening in here tonight. 
I mean, it's it's been great. I mean, marvelous when I, and you know, I just want to give a big shout out to our boss, <laughs> Mr. Quentin Ford. I mean, making all this happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I want to give a big shout out to you, thank you, Queen Simmons, Edwina. I mean, <laughs> always being a dope and fly co-host, host. You know what I mean? We always we always getting it popping. You know what I mean? Bigger and better things are to come. You know what I mean? Definitely. So look, ladies and gentlemen in the chat, we'll see y'all soon. Stay tuned for the Facebook post. Come through in the Poetry Corner group. You'll see all the activity that's going on and uh, information that's coming through there. So for now, peace, love, and happiness. Peace, love, and happiness. No all doubt. Right. No doubt. Have a good night. Peace, love, and poetry. Peace, love, and poetry. <laughs>